0: Hello everybody, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you with your afternoon pop recap. That's right, I got all of your entertainment and Bachelor content in one place right now on Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, no time to waste. We're going to jump right into it. It is October 19th, 2023, and last night I received a cease and desist letter, a legal document sent to me from uh, Jane Doe's lawyer I'm going to share with you. Uh, the thoughts that I can share with you right now, and then the rest will be shared with Patreon because right now I can't share everything publicly. Go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal if you want to watch how this podcast gets made and get some behind-the-scenes tea. I don't take anything legally related uh, lightly, but at the same time, I don't intend to be bullied uh, by doing my job here, which is to provide you guys all of the truth And like like I'll say in the video, uh, I've been considered a investigative journalist by my defamation lawyer. That's not what we set out to do. But in this specific case, because nobody else was sticking up for truth, because nobody else... No, and don't get me wrong, Reality Steve has been lockstep with me on this issue, but most people are only getting fragments of the information. And I'm going to play for you some clips from the Almost Famous podcast where Ben and Ashley eh, really dropped the ball in getting down to the truth of what has been going on with Clayton Eckerd v. Jane Doe, the paternity scandal to rock Bachelor Nation. I'm going to have all that information for you guys. Uh, I've also got bombshell news Bombshell! I'm on my mobile studio setup. I've got a broken mic stand, my charging cable I left at home, which means I had to run to a Target, buy the wrong cable, $80, and then go over to Apple Store and buy the right cable, $150, to get as much electricity ramped through this mobile setup as possible, and I am here for you. And again, I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. I love what I do, but today was a tough day. It showed how important it is to get the content out because... because... Because we are not calling it quits uh, today. We are getting all of these crazy juicy stories out for you. Serene has finally started to discuss... And and this is going to be a featured YouTube video tomorrow, but we don't have the time, so we're going to break it for you guys right now. She has finally decided to discuss being cheated on in her last relationship engaged to Brandon. And um, I I am so jealous that Caitlin Bristow got this scoop because I have plans to interview Serene shortly on Driving with Dave, and I thought I was going to be the first one to talk about this. But either way, I'm going to play the clip for you guys in a second. We've also got Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise tonight. Uh, so stay tuned for information on that. Here's a trailer. This is Gary falling in love.
1: I want to find a woman that I can't live without.
2: Be open to the process. Well, it works. I'm falling in love with you, Gary. You
0: find... Newsflash, we're all falling in love with you, Gary. So... That is supposed to air at 8 p.m. tonight, although here's what we're finding out. Due to President Biden's speech, The Golden Bachelor will begin at 8.22 p.m. Eastern Time. But again, I I recommend uh, listening to the speech beforehand. It always helps to hear what's going on in the world as we see it. And then Bachelor in Paradise will begin at 9.24 p.m. Set your DVRs, folks. Get that information right. So we're going to have all of your recaps and things like that regarding Golden Bachelor. And Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, But first, let's jump over to Caitlin Bristow breaking the story. Now, again, I believe Reality Steve was the first to cover this in the fall. No, excuse me. It wasn't in the fall. It was in the spring of this year, right, where we found out that Serene broke up. And she, you know, whenever somebody remains tight-lipped about being cheated on or something like that, it's always like kudos to them. But eventually, you stop wanting to protect your ex and you share the truth. Let's listen to Off the Vine right now and hear if we... Uh, and we'll see if we hear what Serene has to say regarding this breakup.
2: What happened? Because we saw Reality Steve spoiled something of him kissing a girl in a bar, and then I think the news came out the next day. So what happened?
0: So, by the way, I don't believe Reality Steve said they kissed in a bar. I believe there was dancing and maybe necking. I don't know. I guess you could call that kissing, canoodling, talking into each other's ears, that type of deal.
2: Yeah. So... I mean we we both had things like we could have done better in the relationship and it was something that we were both very much still in and you know we had gone to therapy which was really cool like not just because oh there's an issue but like we were actually provided with therapy like from the the jump of our oh, relationship good. okay and so like it's not this like simple thing that like oh it just didn't work like right. we you know tried to give ourselves the tools and like set ourselves up for success but like there were just ultimately so many things and then you know like you talked about like reality steve in like a video i think after that it was just like okay there's like irreparable damage yeah. you know yeah and you can't like i don't that. know And, of course, there was part of me that, like, was like, okay, I really, like, love this person, and I struggled with it for a long time. Like, there was just no coming back from. Like, did you find out from the internet, or did you find out from somebody, you know? Because I can't imagine finding out something like that through the internet. I actually, I got a DM from a stranger, and I didn't get it. And so that person messaged someone from my season, and the person from my season messaged me.
0: So she's not necessarily saying she was cheated on. And again, we're going to fully analyze this tomorrow. And by the way, just so you know how it works if reality Steve gets this type of information, and I don't believe this was him who who messaged her, I believe it was just like a fan who was at like a nightclub, but I could be wrong. But when he gets this information, he goes straight to the source first. Like he warns people like, hey, this is what I have. This is what I'm going to talk about. So it's not like she just hears about this in the news. But either way, when, you know, a stranger tells you, like, I've got a stranger who's been commenting on every one of my Instagram reels telling me that a Bachelor Nation couple has broken up. I have decided to block this stranger because they've got like three followers because it's not their story to break. But according to a stranger with three followers you know, somebody that I can't verify. They say a prominent Bachelor Nation couple has broken up. Do I share it with my audience? No, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I have blocked that person because I don't believe they're sharing that information in good faith. We will find out eventually if they are right. But in this case, Serene goes, okay, I got the information, but then it wasn't just information. It came with a video.
2: I was like, hey, like, I don't know, you know... Right of course like people say like stuff all the time but this is something you should look at and i like video footage i like went and looked for the dm i like didn't find it and then i like searched the girl who she said sent it to her and clicked message and then it like came up that's jarring for for the girl that it was sent to to even see it right it's just like okay at this point like this is i'm I'm so sorry that is awful and may i ask did he ever apologize yeah Okay. He did. Not that that takes away the pain. <laughs> that actually means nothing. All but.
0: Pretty wild stuff, folks. We're gonna have this full story tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot more information that comes out now that we've, you know, and, and to be quite honest, I have known that that Serene has felt this way, but out of respect for her, we've waited for her to decide to talk about it. All right, we'll be back right after this. Yeah, folks, pretty wild times in my world. You know that you never want to be a part of the story, but as you're going to hear on the clip I'm about to share with you, I have been threatened with legal action. Um, there are a uh, and there is an abundance of resource out there that is looking into this, from my defamation lawyer to other folks that are good Samaritans that are crossing t's and dotting I's it is not the type of scenario that I take lightly, but I'm also, you know, uh, putting every tool at my disposal together to look at all of the accusations being made against me in the form of why I'm causing mental injury. I believe is the the term, right? I'm causing injury to this person by discussing this court case. I am, and by discussing this paternity scandal, I'm causing injury to this person. Here's what I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you this one piece. Okay. And I can't share too much, but I'm being accused in one way of perpetuating lies, that sonogram that we shared, you know, that sonogram that we proved irrefutably that it was a six-year-old sonogram. And we even proved that this sonogram wasn't just doctored, to include Jane Doe's information on it, but we included all of the ways in which it was doctored in a faulty way. It didn't include a moving time clock. It didn't include the last name before the first name. Plenty of ways in which it was doctored. We went out of our way painstakingly to make sure that our defense was bulletproof. I still believe it is, to the point where we provided evidence that Jane Doe sent this email with this sonogram to Reality Steve and to other people. We went out of our way to show that she also uploaded it to her public Dropbox, a Dropbox she shared publicly on Reddit, just to show that this was information that she had put out there. Whether she did it on purpose or not, uh, accidentally, through you know sharing so much information, she might not have meant to have this in the public hand, but it was. After sharing this, I'm now, in part, being sent this cease and desist because she mentions... She's got a history of an ex hacking into her account. She has a history of an, of an ex. Uh, so I guess we're made to believe, and again, this comes down to pissing on my leg and telling me it's raining. I wish I had a better analogy, but I think the visuals work out for us. I'm being made to believe that her ex hacked into her account, made a fake sonogram with her information on it, sent it to people, and uploaded it to her own Dropbox, claiming it was hers. Folks, I think it's safe and fair to call bullshit when you see it. Here is my full or a a, a clipped up version of my thoughts regarding this cease and desist. And I'm going to speckle in a conversation on Almost Famous Podcast, another podcast that has gone out of its way to victim shame and make fun of Clayton. I don't believe they did as dirty a job as Nick Fiel's podcast did when Gabby Windy and Natalie Joy were like, he's stupid. How dumb. Can you believe it? Ugh, I would have handled this better. But that seems to be the general consensus. People that have not been the victim of this crime, allegedly, telling their audience how they would do it better when in return, what we should be getting is alumni lockstep supporting fellow alumni. Have a listen. They have received a cease and desist letter, one of which I'm not quite prepared to share with you, but I'm not not going to share it with you. I'm just waiting for my defamation lawyer to look over it a little bit further. Now, I've got plenty of people, the Flock Gang here, that are flocking around and finding out, Flock Stars, that have looked into uh, this cease and desist sent to me. It it appears to be from an actual lawyer, uh, but it also comes with a lot of... Of baggage. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the X's and O's of what I've been accused of here, uh, but as we know, I've been trying very hard. Uh, to cover my own ass but to cover things as objectively as possible which means sharing things that Clayton says sharing things that Jane Doe says you know she'll send me information and then I'll report on it and she'll say why are you reporting this I go well you sent it to me you know what I'm doing and then when I don't report on something she goes you're only sharing his side of the story damned if you do damned if you don't it's almost as if she'd rather have her cake and eat it too but I have a sweet tooth and we are munching on this cake but now we have been told to cease and desist the eating of said cake. Uh, Will we cease? Will we desist? It doesn't appear so uh, because it doesn't appear as if we've done much wrong. Again, I'm going to have my legal team check this out a little bit further, but all signs indicate we've done a damn good job of covering the story respectfully sharing different sides of it and not creating any information that would harm anybody we've just reported on what is actually out there uh uh, but we'll get more into that so stick around hit the subscribe button uh i'll tell you this it is a challenge to make this content. There is a real risk I could be sued, even if I am perfectly innocent and I would be dragged through a lawsuit and it would be a pain in the ass, Uh, none of which I wouldn't regret the content that I've made because I've thought very uh, deliberately about this and I personally feel, given the evidence I have seen, that Clayton is innocent of a lot of accusations made against him that have cost him probably tens of thousands of dollars that might one day equal six to seven figures. I mean, this money is going to keep adding up that he's going to continue to lose over simple Google searches. And the problem is, People don't have their information right. And speaking of people that don't have their information right, we've got the Almost Famous podcast. And now they're not terrible here. Uh, They've got most of the story, but they still are blaming who might be the victim here, which is Clayton Eckert. Now, as we know, Clayton came out and he had his his, uh, Instagram reel that was like, oh, guess what it is? It's a Friday and guess what? I'm not the You know, he did that whole deal. Uh, And again, uh, who are we? to judge how someone reacts when they feel they are vindicated. Now, Jane Doe said, well, the test isn't over. She was scheduled to retake the test. The test that initially showed no signs of fetal DNA uh, didn't take that test right away, went to her neurologist uh, who was having seizures, as she alleges. And then afterwards... Uh, said she was going to retake the test. The results were supposed to come in yesterday. We haven't seen those yet. My guess is Clayton will get those results and talk about them as they arrive. I am scheduled, can you believe this, to meet with Clayton tomorrow for an episode of Driving with Dave. I can't promise we'll have a lot to discuss regarding this case as uh, it is reaching a point where we have to be careful what is actually said. But trust me when I say this, I will be discussing this cease and desist today on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I got to, I got to generate new Patreon members because there is a actual fear that people will silence me on this channel. That is a fear that exists. I am not stoking anything up. I sort of poked the bear a few days ago and said, you know what? I'm going to re-upload all of these videos that I have here. I've got all of the videos here in a playlist. I said, I'm going to re-upload them. I'm not going to live in any fear that someone's going to push me around if I have not received a proper cease and desist. So then of course, as you F around and do find out, I received that cease and desist, uh, which again, anyone can order one of these up if you want to go on Fiverr and spend 25 bucks or whatever the lawyers charge but the point remains that i still have to take it seriously even if she possibly isn't taking the illegal system seriously herself either way let's listen to what ben and ashley had to say regarding clayton's scandal i will pause where i feel like they might have gotten something wrong because at this point we're all about correcting what is right and wrong and just getting down to the truth all right, let's have a listen here. We're buffering. And by the way, there's dot com slash ninety percent of this podcast is advertisements.
1: Reveals results of paternity tests following woman's lawsuit. This according to be.
3: Did you watch his reaction video? I did watch his reaction okay. video. <laughs> and did you say, "Oh, this is cringe"? <laughs> I mean, people were loving on it, weren't they? People were also saying, good for you, but also the cringiest... just manner. so <laughs> so I mean, my
0: thing with cringe is you don't get to call something cringe when they are the victim. I don't think you can call a victim cringe. Could you imagine if you take a different scenario where a lady gets her purse stolen in an alley and then she finds out who the person was that stole the purse and she goes, "Oh, I caught the guy who stole that purse. Woo, Happy Friday oh my gosh, that response was so cringe. No, you can't do that. You can't do that with a victim. Clayton is a victim if if all signs point to the truth being that he was set up and this wasn't a sort of a paternity, uh, that he, if he wasn't the father.
1: Here's the thing. It
3: tone, feels- tone.
1: Yeah, I think it just feels the tone felt weird the whole time. You don't right? get to judge that, Ben.
3: Yeah, he's like so angry and hostile, which obviously, like, I've never been in a situation, nor could I be. I get why he's mad. I get if this yeah, is all, you know, a setup.
0: If you get why he's mad, you don't get to control how he responds. If he was. Or set if this is somebody
1: going after him. I get why he was mad, but, like,. No buts. For, I guess for me, nope. I would think that like, if I was in that situation, the results, like there'd
0: be a relief and then there'd be like a, a solemn, like, okay, let's put Ben Higgins in that situation. Hey, Jane Doe, uh, do you have any plans to be in Ben Higgins neighborhood? Maybe you guys could meet up. No, you don't, you don't get to say so- to say I would react solemnly after five months. No, no, no. You don't, you just don't get to, Oh, wouldn't that be so nice to think you would act that way? As Dr. Diane Strakowski says, we love our Dr. Diane. She says, we're all like tea. We don't know what our flavor is until we're dropped in hot water. Clayton got dropped in hot water. He came out alive, and he's allowed to do a TikTok dance.
1: Period. Response? <laughs> but he did. He. Uh, it, it did feel weird. Um, but it just felt were... like he
3: was celebrating a football game victory. No, 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 yeah, no. no, no. Okay, that's
1: a good point. It yeah. felt like he was celebrating a, a victory, which... In a sense, it was. I
0: don't know. I've never been there. It was the biggest victory you could have. A football game, you always want to win. But your character is all that you have. It was the biggest victory he has ever won one in which is not over and he's still in court and it could last a long time and cost him a lot of money. So when he's up at night wondering how he's going to pay his bills because he lost out on speaking engagements, speaking engagements where he's speaking about mental health, where he's providing good, good bandwidth to the conversation. We don't get to decide how he responded. He did win. This was a big victory.
3: This is what he said, quote, and I'm going to just do a little bit of an impersonation. Listen, it's Friday and you know what we need on Friday? We need some good news. Who's got the good news today? <laughs> What's the good news, Clayton? <laughs> Literally referring to himself in third person. Well, test results came back early and they said there's no fetal DNA present. Uh, let's go, baby.
0: <laughs> I love how Clayton is held to a standard where he's supposed to respect this, even though it's possible that the person who may have made all of this up allegedly isn't held to that same standard. Now, I'm all about making fun in some aspects of Clayton's reaction. Like we can roast him and have fun with it, but we can't judge him. And that's what Gabby Windy did. I would have done it differently if I was in this scenario. And that's what Ben Higgins is doing. Well, I would have been more solemn. I'm okay in again you might say oh dave's pimping for ashley here because i do like ashley i'm okay with her sort of understanding she would has never been in that position and she doesn't know how she would react but you guys like you can't you, you gotta you gotta at least open with saying man he got royally effed he's allowed to do this dance because that's that's the truth he is allowed to and again i
1: still don't know this whole thing was messy and weird from the very beginning right like there's been no process of this um where it's made a lot of sense or have gotten clarity. Like we still the five months of torture to be speaking of if he had no sexual intercourse and sexual this relations and there is no torture. I like was he going knew.
3: to say, Ben, yeah. if, he, if it was just an oral thing and there was no mm-hmm. con there is no spermy in that area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how would you be even worried? How would you be worried at all?
0: All right. So look, it goes on and on. And I honestly don't want to play it any further because I will answer their questions. When you're being gaslighted into believing something is a reality, you start to go, well, maybe she is pregnant. She says she's never, she hasn't had sex with anybody else. And she's clearly pregnant because he's a normal person who believes her that yes. Now, look, I'm sucked into this. So not only, I mean, look, it's, (laughs) there, <laughs> it, it, it's insulting is what it is to Clayton's intelligence to say how could you let this happen I wouldn't have when neither of these co-hosts along with anyone else who's covered this story has been in this situation so you have to really learn how to empathize with the situation because like in my case you have to go all right Dave makes content he makes a decent amount of money he makes a good living covering this but now he's threatened with a lawsuit his wife has to now wonder, will we have the revenue that's coming in? Are you doing something that's wrong? Why, why are you getting sued if you're not doing anything wrong? And, and, and again, I'm not trying to play a victim here. I'm just saying you have to understand when you're put through the legal system, you don't know what the solution will be. Did Clayton wonder if anyone would believe him after the last false accusation that was made against him? Did he wonder if um, you know the truth would ever come out there? He had to learn... Uh, probably about all of the DNA testing and this and that. All right, folks. Well, that's all I can share publicly. I will be sharing some more information with the good folks over on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Dave Neal. I don't think this will go to some sort of trial. I don't think it will go to court. But I do believe that the person who is very sue happy and cease and desist happy, uh, threatening legal action, I do believe their pockets may be deeper than mine. I don't own any horses. You know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> I have a small and elderly dog. Okay. So I, <laughs> he costs me a lot of money. Uh, uh, the, my point being is anyone who wants to join the Patreon, your donations will be appreciated as we continue to try to do our best to make content and be as honest with ourselves as possible. We'll be back tomorrow with more. As always, I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.